If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good Risings, I'm Nichelle Hines, and this is Level Up Latte. And this week we're talking about willpower. And I want to talk about the psychology of willpower. Kelly McGonigal, a PhD and author of The Willpower Instinct, says, the willpower response is a reaction to an internal conflict. You want to do one thing, such as smoke a cigarette or supersize your lunch, but you know you shouldn't. Or you know you should do something like file your taxes or go to the gym, but you'd rather do nothing. An anonymous quote says, willpower is like a muscle. The more you train it, the stronger it gets. So if we look at willpower like a muscle, it makes sense that just like muscles, they can get exhausted by overuse. It also makes sense that just like our physical muscles, perhaps we can strengthen our willpower by training it. However, there's a lot of debate in psychology behind willpower. Studies that were believed to be true years ago are now being questioned and researchers are kind of diving back into the topic of willpower and trying to gain a better understanding of the actual psychology behind it. Studies from the past used to believe that test subjects were exhibiting willpower, but now it's thought to be something else completely. The power of existence, of expectations, and social status. So basically, they're saying our environment and what's around us is much more influencing over the choices that we make than simply us sort of squeezing and working this muscle over and over again. Also, experts now believe that those who are able to utilize self-control can develop healthy habits that will keep them from getting into situations where extreme willpower or self-control are even needed. So what this speaks to ultimately is creating and surrounding yourself in an environment and in situations that support your goals, and they don't even really require you to call upon willpower at all. For example, if someone is struggling with an addiction, if you're going to meetings and you're surrounding yourself with people who don't participate in that triggering or addictive behavior for you, it's much easier for you to not do that. So if I want to study more, if I surround myself with people who are also studying, who are also in school and not around people who don't have to do anything and are sort of living a life where there's not these kind of requirements, it's going to be much easier for me to study if all of my friends are also studying, if I place myself in an environment where I am set up for success. This is true for everything. If you want to stay in shape, you're more likely to stay in shape if your friends are living a health-conscious life than surrounding yourself with friends who consciously aren't thinking about that kind of thing at all. When we're doing that, then the choice to not do that isn't available to us. So basically what it's saying, as opposed to having to pull on that muscle that can be exhausted and worn down and super challenging, if we put ourselves in a place where people are kind of doing that same thing, we will acclimate to that and we're thus 
creating healthy habits, right? Habit forming. Habits take about 21 days, they say on average. So if you want to be in shape, if you're surrounding yourself with your friends who are also going to the gym or making more nutritious choices, we can be more successful. So with all these varying ideas and concepts involved in the psychology of willpower, what is the ultimate takeaway? The ultimate takeaway is willpower is merely a part of the puzzle leading to a healthy and fulfilling life and working towards your goal. Relying on willpower alone is not the best plan of action. Rather, developing good habits, creating healthy environments, and making a plan for situations that might test your self-control will all be more effective than solely relying on willpower, which is so difficult. If you have to do that every second of the day, it's really easy to not quite get there. So I want you to think of it as a multi-pronged approach to crushing your days, to crushing your weeks, and to crushing those long-term goals. How can you set yourself up for success where these challenges aren't debilitating you every second of the day? If you're going to a restaurant that isn't as healthy, can you go with a friend that's trying to make great choices too? So then you guys are working on that together. Can you download that menu before you go? Take a look at it and say, I'm going to make this choice so that you're not sort of blindsided by all of those temptations. It's simply making a plan that sets you up for success. Where in your life can you set yourself up for success so that things aren't so difficult that every single second we're not having to rely on willpower? That's the psychology behind it. Is there somewhere in your life that you can make a choice that can support what your ultimate goal is? then you won't have to struggle so much. I'm Nichelle, and you can find me at Nichelle. Thanks so much for listening to Level Up Latte. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the other Good Risings offerings available in our feed. And remember, you are capable of great things. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.